Alright, and we're back. Going Places, episode 12. Camden Clark Hill. Daniel Price. We hope you're having a great week. We're back in town after uh, a week at the beach. Yeah. Oh, two weeks for you. Two long weeks, yeah. So how was that? It was really fun. Uh, had a great time. Um, sad to go, but um, you know, you can't stay at the beach forever. Um, I wish you lived there, but, um, yeah, um, how was your week? Oh, it was amazing, man. I know, man, this summer in general, I don't, I don't know, it's just like, I don't know, it's just, it's like God has just been giving me a big thumbs up this summer. Yeah, really enjoying good summer. But, uh, you know, no, we had a good time. Uh, we went out on one of the last nights for my birthday, because my birthday was Sunday. Yeah, went to so Big Dog Swing. And you fell in love with those crab legs, didn't you? Yes. They were good. Still Did love you? crab legs. I do, too. I just wish they weren't so hard to open. Yeah. Rip. It's in my hands. Yeah. And then, and then you have walkout, so it's all... Yeah. It was nasty. Yeah. Anyways. Um, but, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was really nice. And then, uh, 4th of July, of course, we were down there, and then we came back on Saturday... But I really am glad to be back. I've had a busy and really good week this week, too. Got to, you know, see some people, which was fun. And, um, so, busy week in sports. just society and sports in America and just and just everything. Every, anything we would talk about on going places. It's been a busy weekend. Uh, Sports-wise, it's a very busy week. Today is the first day of the uh, Olympics. Yeah. Which yeah, we might be able to touch on a tiny bit since those since that's been causing a start even though they haven't even started yet. Just yeah. all the extra the, stuff that's going on outside with the weed and the Yeah. General issues and all that. But I think that at the end of the day, I think America at the end of the day just wants to watch sports. Yeah. And uh, especially with last year because we got, you know, so screwed over with COVID of that course, we didn't yeah. quite get to enjoy it as much with, you know, either they didn't have fans or it just wasn't the same. I feel like the season is going to be a lot better. Yeah, I think, I think it will too. So, uh, NBA Finals Game 4 was last night. Yeah. Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. So, what, first of all, I would never have thought that the uh, Phoenix Suns would have come this far. Me would neither. You? I thought the Lakers won, honestly. Lakers won last year. But I thought they were gonna come back again, um, but so. they ended up not. Yeah, it's um, it's weird watching the Suns go from sucking to really good this year. Personally, I think the Suns are gonna win it. Um, I hope so. I, I although I do love the Bucks, the Suns just haven't been good in a while, and it's it's good to just watch them yeah. come and get a good season in and win the finals. But the Bucks have been consistently good. But this year they made it to the finals. Oh, they, and they always felt kind of short too. Yeah, so they always, always. Yeah. I always felt bad for them in that way. I'll be fine either way, but I'm pulling for the Suns. But either way, I'm gonna be happy for each team. As stupid as this sounds, I'm pulling for the uh, Suns because I like their uniforms a little bit better. I there's some uniforms I disagree on because Milwaukee has some really good uniforms, the black one. But yeah. boy, I'm a huge uniform buff. Me too. It's one of the only reasons I play uh, baseball. Really? I love the uniforms. I did too. What's your favorite uniform in sports? My favorite uniform in sports? I really like Miami. Miami's new uniforms. My, the Marlins. My, the Marlins, yeah. Um, Miami does have some good uniforms. The Heat, I like the Heat's uh, special Miami. The, the, the pink and the black? Yes, yes I love those. Too. I want my jersey of that. Also, you got the Dolphins with the... Uh, teal and orange. Yeah, that's nice. I like, I, I really like the Mets when they wore the all white. They wore all white with um, black outline Mets. Yeah, that was good. You see, I don't love pinstripes. They wouldn't pinstripes. Oh, it was just all white. But yeah, um, here, I'm trying to pull up the jersey so I can show you. Because I like the Mets. But MLB, they've been coming out with some really good uniforms with Nike and stuff. Like, I'm trying to think who else got one. Like, the Giants. Yes. Those were really good. Chicago had, like, um, Navy um, uniforms. They were really nice. Have you seen, uh, who was it? Uh, okay, here's an observation I've noticed. 
I think some, like, different, based on what city it's in, I think that that has to do a lot with what color the uniform is. It Just really think does. About, think about this. Think about like this. Like Miami and stuff. Like they yeah. have. It's tropical. Like I really like. It's like I it's know. got a good feeling. To well, it. think about Pittsburgh. Yellow and black. Steelers yeah. are yellow and black. Uh, black Pittsburgh Penguins, the hockey team, yellow mm-hmm. and black. They're Pittsburgh Pirates, yeah. yellow and black. And then you go to New York. New York Mets, blue and orange. It's it yeah. It's New a York lot Islanders, of... blue and orange. New York Knicks, blue and orange. Yeah, and just. Yeah, there's a lot of good color. They all like to surround around each other. Yeah. But, I just um, noticed that. I'm trying to find the Nike uniforms that they have. Um, like, oh, have you seen North Carolina's uniforms? Oh, yeah. Those are nice. The Navy with the... But, yeah, and Bo- Boston's the uniforms with the for the Boston Marathon things. The Red Sox? Yeah, the Red Sox. They wore those for the Boston Marathon. I used to be a big Red Sox fan. My mom is. Yeah, because she's from Boston, isn't she? Uh, She's from the area. Yeah, around there. But yeah, uniforms are a really big reason why I play baseball. That's awesome. I know when I played on the uh, Blue Jays, Little League, of course. Yeah. uh, We had uh, really nice. We would have the light blue. It wasn't like... uh, Royal blue like they had, like the real blue jays have. We had the, ooh. Yeah, the Miami. I like those. With the, yeah, they put the other night, all right. Oh, the, no, those aren't the Wakeville uniforms, are they? No, but I, actually, I think they were the uniform one now. That's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah they're really nice. And then the Chicago, they have Rakeville. <laughs> I didn't know any of this. This is, That's so cool. Mm-hmm. If I'm being watching, if I'm being honest, I haven't watched a ton of sports this year. Well, I haven't yeah. been watching a ton of TV in general, but Busy. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. like, if I turn on TV, it might be at night. Those are the Red Sox uniforms. That's crazy, with the yellow and blue. Yeah, Nike's been, like, doing stuff with it. But, um, MLB and, um, NFL and, ba- and NBA have all posted, like, pictures of, like, NFL would post a picture of a football team. Like football players, but with their team's baseball or basketball jersey on. Like, yeah. The Dodgers did that with Mookie Betts. <laughs> the Lakers. So cool. Yeah. Like, and, like, they have the Vikings, that kind of stuff. I think that's, I think it's really cool to do that. Um, yeah, when I was playing on the Blue Jays, we had light blue uniform jerseys with uh, the regular Blue Jay hat. That was pretty cool. Yeah. You know what else I really love that I just love, like, watching videos and pictures of is, uh, the Chelsea swap. Oh, yeah. Like, between players. I always thought that was so cool. Yeah, those are really nice. Which, we did that when you played on the Braves, but... I did do that. I like... That has just always been one thing. I don't know why. That might be kind of weird, but I've just always yeah. been fascinated by it. Also, the New York, the blackout jerseys. Yes, I've always liked those. I saw a Chelsea. I saw... I think, yeah, it was Aeon Judge. I saw an Aeon Judge jersey like that at the beach. That was yeah. really cool. I like black. Like, that's one of my favorite colors to wear. I'm wearing a black beetle shirt right now. Yeah. But I love, like, the black, solid black Yankee hats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I almost bought one at the beach, and I'm not even a Yankee fan, but I just love the design. Oh, yeah. I like the Rangers. Um, They have... The Rangers got, um, like, teal uniforms. Like, yeah. all teal. And then Chicago White Sox. Um, they got jerseys that say Southside on them. Southside. I like that. You yeah. know the White Sox were going to... Oh, yeah. On Twitter, yeah. I think... Uh, Yankee, and here's another thing I've noticed. Yankee hats. Yeah. Or sports memorabilia in general. Maybe not all the time with all teams, but some like really iconic teams and like pop cultural. They're almost yeah. like, like crucifixes. Like, like, cross next is almost like, just because you're wearing one doesn't necessarily mean you're saved. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm that's saying? Like, some people wear on, but, like, like, I've seen people with Yankee hats on that won't be Yankee fans, they just like the design. And I think that's awesome. Like, I, I think, think, I think awesome, that. Yeah. I think, now, if I was a Yankee fan, I might be kind of, that I might know. diss me a little bit, like, it's kind of diss the team. But, at the same time, I like the design of it. Because I think this is still, I think that. Diamondbacks jerseys. If you Ooh. haven't seen those new Diamondback jerseys. This would be a good one to be doing a video podcast, wasn't it? Yes, it would be. And we'll be speaking of video podcasts. Do we have any updates on that? Um, as soon as we can. That's all I can say right now. As literally as soon as we can. 
And we say this like pretty much every episode, which is soon. But I, this time, we're actually going to be really, we're really close to doing video podcasts. And that's what we're going to try to do. Be awesome. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. And then I always, my favorite uniform, though, if I'm being honest, is definitely... I like the dog in the end. Of, well, no, because I like I like red too. That's my second favorite color. So I like seeing the uh, any of the, whether it be the Cardinals or the Reds. I like the color rush. Like if I see color rush uniforms, yeah, like, like the Seahawks. Yeah, the all green. Lime green, yeah. Um. Or the uh, Dolphins orange when it's solid orange sometimes. Oh yeah, I I like that. Or the Browns. I like the Browns uniforms. If I'm being quite honest. My mom hates them, but... The Browns? Yeah. The uniforms? Yeah. And you see, I'm kind of... I don't know. I don't keep... I don't have as much passion in it as I used to, but I, but I used to be a big Cincinnati Bengals fan. Oh, yeah. They have the ugliest... I don't I don't like the uniform stuff. We need a uniform change. Those are the... Uh, I like the those orange. Those are all the color rush uniforms. Wow. Oh, I like the Buccaneers. The Bucks? Yeah, the all red? That's nice. I think that's the Bucks. Yeah. yeah that's uh, cool. the forty. I like the 49ers with the black. Yeah, I remember watching the Thursday night football game between them and the Rams one time when they won. It but yeah, really that's good. that's what you were talking about, the Dolphins, the all-orange. Yeah. But I also am a huge fan of the Carolina Panthers all-teal. Ooh, yes, I forgot about those them. hit really hard when I see it. I'm going to the Panthers game this season. That'll be, I'll, I'll be good. I'm going to try to make it one if I can get some tickets. Um, I, I just... I don't know. I'm really looking forward to it. Because like I said, like I used to like hear something. Like you might think I'm like, I know every, I don't, I don't know everything. But you may think I'm really knowledgeable in like music or politics or any other thing. But I used to, and you know, because you knew me yeah. at this time. Did I not used to like, when it came to sports, be like. You were there with sports. Like you knew everything. And I was just kind of. You kind of don't know now. You know, no, it's like, I really yeah. don't if I'm being honest. But I really. And I think COVID had a lot to do with it. Just and I'm not I don't mean to blame COVID on that. If it was up to me we wouldn't be talking about it. But it is still you can see well even in sports, just the way the NFL has handled vaccinations, yeah. which has been horrible. Yeah. It's still just not quite with it. But I am looking forward to getting back to it. Yeah, me too. Um I think that um back to uniforms, the NBA had some really good uniforms over the past few years. They all got, I think every team got uniforms. Like the Raptors. It seems like, oh. Those were really good. I love the Raptors uniforms. And the Lakers had black ones. Yeah. You know, um, the Warriors, I think they had, it was the, the orange or something. I'm trying to think of what it was. Have you seen uh, the Nets uniforms, Best Story? I haven't. Um, They're cool. Yeah, then the Rockets, I like it when the Rockets, I'm kind of a Rockets fan too, so I like it when they do like the Chinese. Yeah, yeah, and the the Warriors have done that too and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, back in like 2015 or something, that's when they started, I think, doing um, uniforms like that. Like those are the Lakers, like, they have like black pinstripe, black, or uh, black pinstripe with purple jerseys. Like, yeah. Black jerseys, uh, gold, or yellow jerseys, and then white and blue. But yeah, they have like really nice jerseys. I'm kind of like the Pelicans with the N O L A. Ooh, yes. But yeah, they have New Orleans. They they do have nice jerseys now with the But yeah, like like we said, we're really big fans of the uh, Miami jerseys. Oh, yes. And the Oh, no, Suns. hold on, go back to it, please. I was talk I like those a lot. I like Tyler Hero a lot. Hero a lot too. But now they have new ones. Yeah. I li- that's what I was talking about, the pink. I like the pink. Yeah, me too. But they have black ones too. Um, but I think the Wolves and OKC were the, like the first ones to start doing it, I think. What are the, what are, what's the Thunder? Like, what, what are the Thunder. I think they did like, they did all blue and it had OKC and like orange letters or something like that. But the Suns have nice ones now, but it says the Valley on it. Yeah. And the Nets with the blue ones. Um. Yeah, and That's cool. the, the Knicks have good ones. Um, but yeah, um, and I think didn't the Nets have like a rainbow color or like that was the uh, Denver Nuggets, I think. Something like that. 
trying to think of what it is. It wasn't like... With NBA teams, a yeah, lot of them I forget about. That's like, I forget about. they exist. Yeah. And Lost Suns and the Chinese New Year. Rip City, Boston. They have the Utah Jazz and the Sixers. But the Wolves, I like their pink jerseys. Yeah, today. those were nice. And, um... The Warriors did some stuff with, um... While we're taking breaks, I'm looking up stuff. Um, well, I'll just say this. So, and we will, we wanted to talk about the NBA Finals. But, of course, Game 4 was last night. Tuesday, which was, I forget what date it was. Ooh, those are nice. Yeah, Oakland. And then, so the NBA Finals, Game 4 was last night. The Milwaukee Bucks won. So now the series is tied 2-2. Two to two. So, I think tomorrow night... Wait, no. What's the day? Okay, so tonight is game five. Yep. And if the Suns win tonight, or regardless of who wins tonight, that would break the tie for the time being. Yeah. And then tomorrow night, if the same team who wins tonight wins tomorrow, they win the championship. Whoever gets four games first. Four games first, yeah. Cause if so it could go to seven or it could go to six. Either way, it has to go to... I have to go to six. I love it. I would love to see the Suns. That would just that's like whenever uh the Washington Nationals won the World Series last or the year before last. Yeah, that was really good. That was cool because I love it when teams pull them out like that. Oh yeah, I wanted the Braves to win last year and beat the Dodgers. Yeah, I remember watching that game. I remember Felix Bueller was on the same was on another channel that night. I remember flipping back between that. And I remember, like, my dad really being into it. Because my dad used to be a huge baseball fan. Yeah. Or a sports in general fan. But, yeah, I'm pulling for the Suns. Uh, if the Bucks win, like I said, I'm not passionate about it. Yeah. So, regardless of who wins, I don't really care. But of I wouldn't course. mind seeing the Suns win. And you said you feel the same way? I, I do, because it's always nice to see an underdog. Like, there's a World Series, something like with Tampa. The Rays, like, who knew that would go to the World Series, you know? Yeah. But they ended up doing the it. The Eagles that year, remember when the Eagles won? Yeah. In 2018. Wait, the World Series? The Super Bowl. The Philadelphia oh, I was about Eagles. to say, like, it's not an Eagles baseball team. No. But yeah. Um, they were the underdogs that year. They really were. And that's just, I love watching underdogs come out. That's one thing I love about sports. As long as they're not facing my team. Like, if. I wouldn't be happy to see, like. What are your teams again? Uh, I really like the Dodgers. Okay. Um, the Braves. I guess the Phillies. I really don't have like I don't really like hate any teams like in the MLB like I don't really have I'm like yeah I pull for that team like I just. But I like the Padres too. Yeah. But I think Tatis is overrated. I haven't watched much of him. Well, like I've only watched like five games this year. Yeah, like Tati's the new when thing. When I know Tati's, yeah. I know who he is. I can see his face. Yeah. I've like, watched him. He's a new thing. Yeah. But, look, he can hit. Um, he's fast. Um, he leaves the Padres in stolen bases. Yeah. Um... And he's just an all-around good player, but defensively, he's not there. Um, he makes way too many errors throwing-wise. And um, I, he forces himself to use two hands when he fields the ball. Or just, you need to use two hands when it's out in front of you, but like a ball, you know, to the left side of you, you can't stick two hands out here and catch it because it shortens you out and you can't catch it. Yeah. And backhands, you know, you can't use two Back hands. Backhands more like, like this almost? Like that. You can't, oh, yeah. I, you can't I use two hands, yeah. though. But that's why that's why they're going to move him to outfield, I believe, because he can catch. But um, I think they're going to move him to the outfield, and he'll do a lot better there. What makes you think that? Just uh, because he can catch? Because he's really fast. Yeah. I think they'll move him to center, and he'll lead center. be awesome. Yeah. You know what I used to love? Like... And I always, like, like there was probably a few-month period when I would just watch YouTube videos of this all day. It was the um, MLB ejection videos, mm -hmm. whether it be the ump coming out and arguing, whether it be a bench clearing ball 
Oh yeah. When I had it, I loved watching the injections. Like uh, Lon Goyhile was a good one. Uh, another one, the manager of the Cincinnati Reds. You remember that one year when like the Reds and the Pirates fought like every time? Yeah, they you were, you came right up to me. You're like, yeah, you remember yeah. the Reds and Pirates fought today? Yeah. Oh, like, nope. I mean, the manager had one of the players of the other team in a headlock. And then they were taking him out. He's, you know, he's got his veins popping out all over the place like he's the incredible huge. Hulk or something. But he's freaking huge. Well, he I mean. wasn't even that big. He just acted like it. He's like, <clears throat> it's like <clears throat> I thought he was about to turn green on us. But, yeah. and it was, he was all insane. Because, and they're making, you know, a bajillion dollars out there. And Wait, did just you see, one hit by pitch and then all of a sudden. You probably didn't see it this year. Um, Nick Castellanos got suspended because um, he got hit with a pitch, I think. Really? And um, he got all the way around. He stole home off of a wild pitch. And um, the catcher threw it. And Nick Castellanos, like, pretty much, I don't, he either ran what over him. What team does he play for? He plays for the Reds. Uh, Nick Castellanos either ran over him or jumped over him or something. Got in his face and flexed and screamed. In the States, and the MLB suspended him for two days. Or two really? games because of that. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. That's insane. And they're like, they're just biting down on everything. Well, they have been kind of strict. And as far as, you know, like, like I'm all about, you know, a little bit of, I guess, Hollywood in it. You know, we'll oh, yeah. keep it interesting. But in every sport. In every sport, especially football. I know a lot of, like, my mom doesn't, like, she, and my mom and dad, they think it should just be, like, they don't love the halftime shows. Which I think are awesome, but... Yeah. They're all right, you know. I thought The weekend did a great job at the Super Bowl. He really did. Um, I remember when I went and saw the Blaze at Red Sox play on Labor Day 2018. Uh, one of my favorite bands, like, one of the best bands of all time, if you ask most people, uh, Kansas, sang Take Me Out to the Ball Game in the 7th inning, and everybody lost their mind. Mm. It was hilarious. Who won that game? The Red Sox did. Because I was, I think, because I remember I was wearing a Freddie Freeman jersey and a Red Sox hat. I remember I was in the bathroom, and this guy came out, he was, you could tell he, he was a normal guy, waved, decked out, you could tell he probably went to every game almost. And I'm here standing behind me in the sink in the bathroom, he's like, you think they'll pull it out? And I just turned around, and I had my Red Sox hat, my Freddie Freeman, who, if you don't know, plays for the Braves, jersey on, he's like, you about, well, you know, you're Braves. Who are you pulling for? I said, I'm just kind of hanging out, to be honest with you. But I think I was pulling for the Red Sox, if I'm not mistaken. I always pull for the Braves over the Red Sox, I think. I don't, I've never really had a thing for the Red Sox. But, yeah. like, I think... My aunt is probably the biggest Red Sox fan who I've ever met. Lives, she lives in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, she never misses a game. So I okay, think... She's passionate about it, too. I think that, um... If you ask anybody, like, people that don't know baseball, name one baseball team, they'll say the Yankees. Yeah, Yankees, Dodgers, Red Sox. You won't hear them say uh, the Blue Wolves or the Orleans or the Rays or Diamondbacks or anything. Well, even, like, I know, I feel like even if you live there, like, if you lived in Miami, I feel like you would say the Yankees, like, and they're just really known, you know? Like, they've been around forever. Before I knew, like, any baseball team, I knew the Yankees. Because they're the Yankees, you know? Like, everybody knows who that is. Babe Ruth played for them. If you don't know who Babe Ruth is, like, come on, man. Yeah. But the Yankees have consistently had one of the greatest, like, lineups ever. Like, yeah, consistently. I mean, every once in a while, they But they don't win a lot of World true. Series. They, they haven't won a lot lately. Recently, you mean? Recently, yeah. Yeah. They like, haven't, have they? Well, they Aaron Jones, they haven't won one. Mm-hmm. He's a consistent all-star. They won one with uh, Derek Jeter, but that was... Yeah, yeah. him and A-Rod, I think, were on the same team at that time. Wasn't it? Was A-Rod with them that time? Yeah. And they hated each other. They did, and yeah, they they were they were friends, and then they were enemies, and they were friends, and then they were enemies again. So it's that's what that's another thing I watched for a while was like sports yeah. beef. You ever watched the uh, SB Nation sports beef? Yeah. I love those videos. And back to what I was saying with the ejections, I just remember probably the best one I've ever watched. Lloyd McClendon. Oh yeah. He when he was the manager for the Pirates back in the day, he was arguing a false base call. And the uncle was just kind of going at him a little bit. Well, he walked over the false base, picked false base up, oh. like got it out of the ground for like this. And apparently he he had done it before, so he picked it up, and like ran away, like ran down the uh, 
to the clubhouse and just threw it in the trash. Oh. He got in so much trouble for that. And this is a manager. This is a head yeah. coach. Yeah, I mean, that's just something you can't do, you know. Well, you can. You just get suspended a lot, which is exactly what happened to him. Yeah. And, of course, you know, Daniel, because he still plays baseball, he's probably much more knowledgeable on that than I am. But I still... I know I used to be, like, really into it. Like, I would watch a game every day if it was on. Yeah. And... But yeah, and then the sports beef, whatever it may be in any sport, I don't, I don't know. I like the extra stuff. That's what that's what keeps it interesting. I can't watch a, a boring All right, with Trevor Bauer. You talking about the incident, or are you talking about, like, just his career? Like, the incident, like, that oh, okay. you like that kind of stuff? Not really. I don't like it that he got arrested, no. <laughs> Not that, but I mean, like, he hasn't got arrested yet. Oh, okay, why not? Oh, like he still has no trial. I don't know. Like, let's talk about that for a minute. Like, I don't know if he's guilty or not. I don't know. Well, right now he's innocent until proven guilty. Obviously, but... But, I don't know. Because, I mean, think about it. I mean, we know... You have accusations on that stuff a lot. You know that something happened to her. But we do know that he was told to do it. Well, see... The first time. What do you mean by that? The first time it happened... She told him to do that. Yeah. Second time, the accusations are the second time. She didn't tell him, but he did it anyways. Um, and if you don't know what happened was, like, bruises and scratches. She woke up and she had bruises and scratches on her stuff, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like assault. Yeah. But, you know, you just don't, you don't know with that kind of stuff. But, I, know. I know in sports and any kind of celebrity, the way accusations, especially in this day and age, whether it be, you know, with the Me Too movement. Yeah, O.J. Simpson and stuff. That, yeah. That kind of stuff. Oh, that changed everything. We need to do a whole episode on O.J. Yeah, we, we will. Because I was, I watched a documentary, oh, not a documentary, I watched a YouTube video of an interview with him at, right after he got out of jail in 2018 uh-huh. for the uh, robbery and kidnapping. He's insane. Was, like, he just... Have you seen him on Twitter? Mm-mm. Oh my goodness, he he is hilarious. He he will he he just like he makes like football commentary videos. Yeah. And he'll be on there. He just hello Twitter Walt, and then he'll just go on the whole thing. I want to talk to you about what the Steelers did this week, and then he'll just go on the whole thing like nothing happens. But when he started, because he got out of jail in twenty eighteen for the uh, robbery and kidnapping. Yeah. But when he did, he got on. He made a Twitter account and said. I want to get on here and set the truth straight. Because he acts like he never has done anything. Yeah, like he didn't sit there and murder his wife or whatever. Well, I think he did, yeah. I I personally think he did. I mean, come on. He had a glove on. Now, didn't you not think that at one point? At one point, yeah. Because I remember talking to you and you being like, I mean, he didn't do it. I was like, what? But anyway, that's that's another episode for another time. But, I mean, think about it. I mean, he had a glove on, then put a different glove on. Yeah. Is that probably not going to fit? Yeah. You know. And also, just... And who else would have been there? Why would you run, you know? Well, what really did it for me was, why would you act like you're going to kill yourself if you didn't do anything? Yeah. Like, he was going to kill himself if the police didn't get him that day when they won the high-speed chase. But also, he was in a high-speed chase. Why would you run? Why would you run if you didn't do it, you know? Exactly. That's the point. Like, he's... I bet you he's driving like, okay, if I don't get away, I didn't do it. But he probably didn't think to himself, I did it, and I'm running away, so why would they think I didn't do it if I'm running away? Why, what reason do I have to run away? You know? And obviously there's cops around, so I'm safe. You know? But if I didn't do it, but think of the mindset if I didn't do it. Okay, I get in the car, and I'm driving to get away from the killer or whatever, right? Um, so he's trying to get safety, but there's cops around. So it's like, I'm going to kill myself. No. So, there's cops around, so I'm safe. Yeah. Exactly. But, you think safe. what's the point? But if I did do it, let's think. I'm not safe anymore because cops are around me and I killed somebody. Yeah. So I got to get away. You know? Um. Which, I think it was just, it was weird. You know, how that happened and stuff. Well, it completely changed, not only sports, childhood, and the way celebrities were child, but just, yeah. it, it, it had a it big was, to do it, it. Yeah, it created a whole new era, I think. 
I thought we did well with our uh, episode on Biggie and Tupac last week. I did. I did too. My dad listened to it. That was a false episode he listened to. How did he say it was? He said it was alright. Good, good. Um, yeah. Nice. So, yeah, and we, we need to have a whole episode about that. Because one thing we love about this podcast is that we're not a podcast about music. We're not a podcast about politics. We're not a podcast about God or sports or anything. We just cover all things. And because yeah. we talk about all kinds of different things and our conversations, we can just go on. Here's what I love I don't how they're like. all different. I don't like when people are put under a certain category. Yeah. Like, I personally don't, I don't think it's a good thing that Christians are put under a Christian category. You want to explain that a little bit? Um, like... Because that's going to freak a couple people it out. It will freak a couple people out, but um, they probably don't understand it. So, like, I'm a Christian, but I don't want to be known as a that Christian. You know what I mean? Like, Daniel, the Christian, you know? I want to be known as a Christian, but I don't want to be like, you know, oh, he's a Christian. Keep so that da, in da, mind. Da, da, da. Keep that in mind. He's a Christian. Blank by blank. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, Sentence being filled in. Yeah. He's a Christian. Sentence filled in, which can be a good or a bad thing. I don't like people to be categorized. I want me to be categorized as Daniel Price, not the pastor's kid, not that. You know what I mean? I don't want to be categorized in something. I don't want to be part of the stereotype, right? Yeah. And that's what I. That's I think something's wrong with society because of that. Because you can't be your own self if um, you have something holding you back because that's what society plans you to be. Yeah. And I think that also ties into critical race theory and the democratic narrative. Yeah. Um, because I feel like black some black people can't be themselves because they are um, being put as the victim, in my opinion. Um, which, we can get into that something else. But like I feel like stereotypes shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. You should be your own human self. Well, that's a lot to impact, and when you go into, you know, we like to talk about, you know, individuality on this show. Of course. But one thing, okay, I think you, okay, hold on, that was a lot, but when you talk about, I think you mean maybe being a stereotype or being a pastor's kid more than you do a Christian, do you mean that in a way? Because do you have, do you have more of a problem being stereotyped as a pastor's kid as kind of being associated with the establishment of evangelicism in a way? Yeah. In the church, that 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 might cause something, because personally, you know, you know, the Bible says that when you become a Christian, your identity is found in Christ. Yeah. Now, your identity isn't found necessarily in being a pastor's kid, which I know you've taught even in private. You've talked a lot to me about you know frustrations you've had associated with that. Yeah. But I think that it's also, I don't know, I can definitely see how that's frustrating. I've seen instances of that as well. You want. I mean, it's not like I'm just telling you. Like you've seen it personally. Oh yeah, I, I have. I totally know what you're talking about. But I think there are instances when it's a good thing. I think those instances when it's a bad thing. You don't want it to be all you're known for. You didn't. You first, well, first of all, you never want your identity to be found in another human being, whether it be your family, whether it be your friends. You want to be your own person. Yeah, like I don't. Want, you're more than that. If like you know think of saying. it as Chris Hemsworth. I think we can agree that Chris Hemsworth is more popular than Liam Hemsworth, right? Sure. So, I wouldn't want to talk about Chris Hemsworth as, or, or Liam Hemsworth's as um, Chris Hemsworth's brother. You yeah. Know, I, I would classify him as Liam Hemsworth, not... His own act on his own. Yeah, he's his own he's self, not, you know, associate. And I get that you're associated with other people, but you should be known as yourself, not who you're associated with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um... A white person shouldn't be known as a white person, but as who they are individually. Exactly. And this is one thing, while on the topic of race, when you have, like, uh, black people say, uh, it's so collective in a way. Like, black people say, well, as a black person, like, almost as if they have an obligation to feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. Or white people, well, as a white person, I think, I feel like, uh, Blacks are much more united as a collective group than whites are. Yeah. Okay, because blacks, all blacks, if you trace it back, whether it be from Jamaica through the slave trade, but eventually all blacks come from Africa, and all yeah. whites come from Europe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, so immigration, of course, of course, in different ways. A lot of blacks were brought here as slaves, or they came to Jamaica and the islands down in Central America. Yeah. 
and then was slaves for a while, then came up to the states and was slaves. And then, of course, generations after generations. But then you have, because Europe is so broad, okay, uh, this family may have came from England and come to America at one point, and then the Italians may have came at another point, and the Irish came at another point, and the Czechoslovakians came at another point. Here's what I think. So, but those, hold on, if I could just finish this, please. There was more of a, I don't know, maybe a, a unit as a whole in the black community that there isn't in the whites. Like, a lot of times, black people may feel like there's an obligation as the black person to kind of, like, like, and as we'll talk about OJ, uh, maybe they felt as if they had to defend him as a black person because of how much race played into the trial. Yeah. Uh, but whites don't feel that way. So why is that? Why do they feel like they have to stick to this when whites don't? Yeah. Well, when in actuality, what would be better for them would be, and everybody, what would be better for us would be just to stick to who we are instead of more than a white person or... You should be convicted more as... More than a, um, white, a white person or a pastor's kid or a Christian or whoever you are. You're, at the end of the day, you do have your own individual self that you should make your decisions off of reason, off of reason in your own mind. Like, OJ should have been convicted because of his crimes, not because of... His race. Yeah. yeah. That shouldn't tie into any of it. But what you're saying about, like, immigration and stuff, I think um, it doesn't all have to do with race. Slavery didn't all have to do with race. I don't think it 100% had to because, think about it, um, up in Europe, um, and this is just an educated guess. I haven't done any research on it prior. And I could be oh, wrong. Boy. But um, okay. up in Europe, I feel like they were, like, they had a lot more money than people did down in Africa, which yeah. was generally where African Americans were, right? Um, and I feel like once rich people were, um, went to America, they had enough money to go to America, they took it with them. However, um, African Americans, when they migrated to, um, America, they probably didn't have as much money, so they needed to find a job. Um, so they, I feel like it didn't all have to do with race, that they were slaves. It had to do with, they were making money and they were living how they needed to live. Now, I don't think that justifies anything. Um, they were making money how they were making money, but they shouldn't have been treated the way they were treated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's just, um, white people taking over the power that they had at the time. Well, yeah. And, and, and abusing I think, the power. I think it also comes a lot back to tribalism, in a way. Yeah. In the way that they do feel like they have an obligation because of their part of this kind of click in a way that they need to feel a certain way about a certain issue. Yeah. It's something that they really have no control of or that they really may not feel a certain way about. But when you have, no, I think when you have people, and, you know, to give you a little bit of a little historical background, Africa used to be filthy, stupid rich. Yeah. In, like, the 1300s when you had Masa Musa, who was one of, the, like, the richest person ever was from Africa. Yeah. Like, Masa Musa, he was probably close to a trillionaire if he was still alive today. Yeah. Or in today's standards. But, and just the way, as a king, and the way he was, but then what, because they had everything. They had, and when you see Marco Polo on the Silk Trail in China and all that, yeah, the world was so resourceful in their own ways. So they could trade that, this to that, or that to this. And it was actually a really good thing. But of course, man's greed and sinful ways. Yes. And he says, okay, well, I want to take over that. So they invade Africa take a lot of its things, so it loses a lot of its wealth. And the economy, you know, doesn't do well. So they're a lot less poor. Okay, well then a few hundred years later, uh, European uh, settlers, or whether it be vice versa, um, they take that into account, and then uh, they're sold into slavery. Mm -hmm. So then it eventually starts to degrade. And here's a lot of things. I don't think... Race. I don't think slavery necessarily had to do with white on black racism. I mean, it did. It did have to do with it. But at the same time, it was more of like when uh, like uh, there's a big problem with uh, racism against whites in South Africa. Yeah. Just because based on now, just now, thirty years ago is the complete opposite. Like thirty years ago, you had apartheid, which was almost like segregation was in the United States. Mm -hmm. Apartheid, you know, Nelson Mandela, but. And now, they kind of, with the way blacks are, it's almost like, instead of it being like bop and bop, it kind of shifted in a way, like completely, with it a complete 360, 
And now you have where the whites are the minority. Right. Which, I don't know, I don't think we need to have minorities. Like, I, like, I cringe every time somebody says, uh, like, in, like, even in sports, like, most professional athletes are black. Yeah. That's the fact. But when I see, like, just, I don't know, I don't like the wolf minority. I feel like it's very degrading, and it puts pe- and it victimizes people in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, what's this saying to your, uh, like, when I hear blacks called minorities or Asians or Hispanics called minorities, I don't like it because I feel like it's not helping the situation. It's making it worse when it could be a bit better. And that's just, like, how those people victimize them. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, and, and you know what's awful is the fact that some people think that you can't be non-white, that, that, you, that you can't be non-white and not, and, and that you can't be non-white and be racist. Like, I've met racist non-white people before. Me too. White? Yeah. Have you experienced? Yeah. Just... Now, I haven't been, you know, severely mistreated. Yeah, no, I think I mean... it's been minor things that, huh, that, wasn't, that wasn't cool. Yeah. But, but in all fear, I haven't been mistreated on a big scale by anybody, thank God. Like, yeah. I've never been like you. But I do think that the way it is, like, if you say that about whites being, uh, about a racism problem against whites in South Africa, you get, that's a, that's a quote, quote, conspiracy theory. And basically, uh, you know, we talk a lot about conspiracy theories and unpacking them, but that phrase is also dangerous to use in the fact that saying that when the so-called elites label, decide that they're going to label that as a conspiracy theory, therefore that, um, that, get, that, uh, makes it less credible. That takes away credibility. Yeah. Just because it doesn't fit the narrative that they want to pitch to you. Of course. Yeah. Which is a huge problem. I mean, we are living, we are living in a world when we could be doing, when we could be moving so much more productive. Mm-hmm. And we're caught up on race and, you know, whether it be CRT, which I'm sure we'll have an episode soon about that at some point, whether it be voting rights. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about that real quick? Yeah. When you look at and says what happened in Texas this week, Texas wanted to pass, or they are going to pass, I think, a wonderful voting rights bill. Makes it easier to vote, harder to cheat, just like Georgia did, just like Florida did, just like Oklahoma did, just like all these great states are doing. And then you have HR1, which, praise God, didn't pass. Oh, yeah. So what it is, is they were going to pass it. And the Democrats and the Texas state legislator decided, no, we're going to walk out. We're going to get on a plane and go to Washington, D.C. Well, Kamala Harris is waiting for him in Washington and had a little ceremony with him about yeah. how uh, she, she equated them to Susan B. Anthony and Frederick Douglass. It was nauseating to watch. Yeah, that's just horrible. The next day, Joe Biden makes a speech in Philadelphia calling it Jim Crow 2.0. Joe Biden does not have a clue what he is talking about. If anything, he would know because he made some very racist comments in 1995 or, or had a very racist bill that he proposed in the 90s on the uh, busing bill, which basically was going to make provide protection for a segregationist on bus. Yeah. And this is, you know, 26 years ago. Not that far away. No. And so I think that, you know, I don't. I feel like America does not have anywhere near as big of a racism problem as we did 50 years ago. Oh, yeah. I think that's good that we keep progressing. Now, I also don't believe, I think racism will always be a thing. I, as long as there's sin in the world, I think it will always be a thing. I don't think that's something you can just wipe out. Yeah. But when you have a point where you see it progressing, but they want to keep it an issue. And they have to keep it an issue because if they have... Yeah, if racism was, let's keep it like this. If racism was an issue, I feel like Democrats wouldn't be in the country like as hardcore as they are now. No, and they know that. They know that. So what they're doing is they're pushing this, and just Joe Biden. You know, he talks about Trump being a pathological liar during a debate in 2020. Joe Biden in that speech he made in Philadelphia, he lied every time he opened his mouth. He did not say one word that was true. So when you and when you see our presidents lying like that, not only does that put uh, not only does that put distrust 
and the American political system. Mm-hmm. But it also provides insecurity in voting. And that's what they'll do. Because these voting rights bills that are being in, in Florida and Texas, and Texas, it passed in the Senate of Texas. Now it just needs to pass in the state house, which they're rounding up, and they, the ones that they left, they're rounding them up, and they're going to have to vote on this. Yeah. So it's going to pass, it looks like. And. That's, but the Democrats the are skilled because they for. know. Yes, the Democrats are skilled because they know. I listened to a guy, Mike Gallagher, on the radio today. He said they know that 2022 is coming, and they know that this is all they have, and they know that since HL1 got defeated, they are in big trouble in 2022. That's all they have left. So they're hanging on to it. All they have is to push things that they've pushed and continue to push it, which the Republicans are doing a great, the Republican Party's doing a great job of shooting all of it down. See, but... We're doing everything they can. We're doing everything they can. They're doing a good job. But the problem is if you've got these rhinos like Liz Cheney and Mitt Romney who just might as well, they aren't helping the cause, so they might as well get out. Oh, yeah. And then Um, you have people like uh, Lisa, I'm sorry, Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski, the senators from Alaska and Maine, who might as well be a Democrat in my book. Oh, yeah. I mean, their policies are that of the Democratic Party. Yeah, that's... I mean, do you not agree that that's how she is? 100%. Because, I mean, that's just... I don't know. We have to get back, you know, Joe Biden... Yeah, I think, I think you're 100% right with the 22. They, they know 22 is coming, and they're, they're afraid of that. Yeah. Because Republicans are, I personally believe, unless something goes completely downhill, H.R. 1 passes, like, again or something like that. Like, they have another H.R. 1 that would pass or something like yeah. that. Some, something catastrophic... Republicans are going to take over in 2022, and that's going to be catastrophic for Democrats. Well, yeah, I think so, too. I think that's also a point when I totally agree with what you said. And just the way that they attack, like Tim Scott has been getting attacked a lot lately, oh, ever yeah. since he made the speech after after Biden's speech, reacting to it. Because they just attack him in every way. Well, he isn't, you know, really. Well, of course he is. He wouldn't make, be making that speech if he wasn't really who he says he is. And, oh, yeah. uh you know, fortunately, I've been able to, you know, work with that campaign, or, or will be able to be working with that campaign yeah. very soon and talk to some people. Have you talked to him personally yet? No. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think I, I will soon if, if we can, if we're working on uh, scheduling some campaign events for him. Yeah. So I'll probably be able to get to go to one of those and I'll meet him there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, um, Democrats are falling behind and, um, they're being called up to, and um, that's just going to end. Their policies are already ending, and um, yeah, when you have people like Tim Scott and um, good Republicans, um, Ted Cruz, you know, governor of Texas, governor of Florida, governor of South Carolina, McMaster, you know. Um, oh, let me tell you something. They have Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, amazing policies, and we can get people higher up on the board. Um, that'll be catastrophic for Democrats, and that'll help America. Yeah. I had a dream last night that I met Ron DeSantis, mm-hmm. and you were mad because I didn't take you with me. Well, I probably would be. Well, no, it was so spoiled the moment, because we were at the beach, and he just came walking along, and I just went over and shook his hand, and you were standing there because I didn't bring you. And I felt bad, because I had a feeling you were going to say something. Peter. That's weird. I just remembered that. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's important, and I'm going to end this little segment on this. It's important that we get back just decency. We've lost all kinds of, we've all lost all sense of decency, in my opinion. Yeah. So we have to get back to that. And uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back for uh, another topic, and I think we'll probably wrap it up. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. All right, and we're back. Uh, I'd like to tell you about our sponsor, Wise Fire Cafe, uh, loca- co- cafe, coffee shop, and bookstore. Address at 113 North Shelby Street, Blacksburg, South Carolina. Uh, you can check out their website at, at wisefilecafe.com where you can see all that they have to offer there. Thank you for all they do. Also want to uh, thank Anchor FM for uh, being a great uh, broadcasting tool for them. We could, This podcast would not be made possible without Anchor FM. You can go on the website today, anchorfm.com, and start your own podcast. You can record it right from your iPad. I, oh, I record it right from my iPad. You record it right from your device. 
uh, they let you edit, monetize it, and create it all yourself. Couldn't be easier. Anchor.com. So, also, today is the false day of... Oh, well, hold on. Let's get to this false. And as we end our, our talk on the NBA... Yeah. So, I made a top five. Everybody always talks about who's the GOAT, uh, Jordan or LeBron. Well, I'm going to make a blasphemous statement for some black basket for some basketball people, but uh, LeBron James is not a top five NBA player all time. If he played 20 years ago, he would get killed. He LeBron James is one of the most overrated athletes of all time. I don't think he's overrated. I don't think he's overrated. I think he's good. I think he's, I think he's top good. five, but I don't think he's a go. Okay. So, I'm going to give you my top five. Number one. Number number five, number one, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Number two, Kobe Bryant, RIP. Yeah. Number three, Walt Chamberlain, 100 points in one game. First player to do that. Only player to do that. Number four, Magic Johnson. Number five, Larry Bird. And if you want to talk baseball, I can give you my top five in that real quick. I think Babe Ruth is probably one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. And this isn't necessarily in order, but I also think, you know, you think about people like uh, Hank Aaron, uh, Barry Bonds, even though, you know, it's debatable whether or not he was He was still real. good before he did steroids. Yeah, I think so, too. That's why I put him up there. Uh, Derek Jeter, A-Rod, uh, Big Poppy, David Ortiz, you know, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he might be underrated a little bit. But I think... Yeah, that's always an interesting conversation to have. Who do you think? Who do you who are some of the greats in your opinion? Um, basketball. Yeah. I think um, number one, I'll have to give it to Michael Jordan. Um, you know, just amazing player. Number two, I'm gonna give it to. Um, I think honestly, um, LeBron James is number two in my opinion because Ooh, like he's better um, than Kobe. Okay. I, I think I he is it. now. Um, actually, no, my name's three, Kobe two. Okay, that's fair. Because Kobe, you know, he just did so many things. Um, you know, three, and I'm more of a modern guy, you know. Number three. Oh, I forgot Steph, Jerry West has got to be on there. Stephen Curry, I'll give it to number three because defensively and um, mid-range, shootingly, defensively and offensively. I mean, defensively he's there. Yeah. Um, Offense and I don't know a lot about basketball, but offensively, I mean, three point wise, you know, um, four Larry Bird, and um, five Scotty Pippen. Just really, he grew six inches, awesome. I think, in one year in college. Yeah, That's yeah, incredible. But yeah, baseball, which I would be more passionate about. Yeah, so do you play baseball? Um. Let's Number one, I think the greatest baseball player of all time is, um, I honestly think it's Mike Trout, um, for multiple reasons. But, um, if you want to put pictures, we can do a different thing. But, um, Mike Trout, just defensively, he's there, but hitting, he's just, he's a consistently been one of the best hitters. It's a shame he's never won a World Series. I think. Yeah. It, I don't. Yeah. Unless they can get some really big help on the Angels. Oh yeah. Which, Number, is, which I mean, he's gonna be the forever with that four hundred twenty, four hundred thirty million dollar contract. Oh yeah. Number two. Um. Think about. Um. You know. Wait. This is actually really tough to pick baseball players because there's so many good ones, but. I think. Um, well, it's so guys boss. So. Jared Jeter, number two. Um, Jared Jeter, okay. He was on my. He was, I think, is the greatest shortstop of all time. I would agree. Um, was very well defensively. Had an insane inside-out swing. You know what an inside-out swing is? Like, he could take a ball, I mean, about one inch, like three inches away from him, like, inside. Like, it would hit his chest, like, if it would be four inches in. And take it 
and hit it and still hit it every second base. Wow. Every ball he hit would pretty much go over second base. That's insane. Um, as a perfect inside-out swing. Yeah. Um, number three, and I really think this is um, one of the greatest players of um, his generation, Mookie Betts. Um, if you, he's insanely fast. Did you know he's also a professional bowler? Yes, he's a really good bowler. <laughs> um, and hitting-wise, he's always been there. Um, he's really good. Number four, El Nino Tatis. And a lot of people are probably going to be mad that I didn't put him higher up. But here's the thing. Wait, who? El Nino. Who's El Nino? Tatis. I thought his name was Fernando. Fernando Tatis. His nickname's El Nino. Um, anyways. Didn't know that. Okay. So, here's why. I put him at four. Actually, no. Let's move him up to three, put um, Mookie at four. Of all time? Of all time. Wow. Here's why. Um... Tatis is fast, 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 fast. Um, he's insanely fast. He has insanely good um, running skills and base running skills. I mean, has the most stolen bases on the Padres. Um, he consistently hits homers, consistently hits gaps. He does everything hitting-wise. Um, I think he could easily be the best hitter in the league this year. Um... I yeah. think that um, defensively, he's just not there. Um, you can literally go on YouTube and look at Tatis's worst errors, and there's a whole video, probably about seven minutes long, of him overthrowing sec, overthrowing first, making bad throws, just everything. Have you seen that? I watched the whole video. Wow, that's crazy. Um, and I think that's why Padres are going to move into the outfield, um, it's center field because he's insanely fast. I mean. Guy yeah, throws 94, 96 across the diamond, throwing it to first base, yeah. which is insanely fast. That's faster than a lot of pitchers. Um, and um, yeah, and he can catch good. So I think they'll move him to center, and he'll be one of the greatest players of all time. Then um, Mookie Betts four. I've already said you know he's just really good. And five, um, it's a um, you might. He's been really big this year, Shohei Otani. Ooh, yeah. Um, amazing pitcher, threw, throws 101 top speed and has one of the most home runs in the league. Um, just an amazing player all around. Um, and I guess you can go with honorable mentions like Pete Alonzo, um, Vladimir Guerrero, um, Freddie Freeman, Acuna, um, he actually, Acuna towards ACL, which, um... Yeah, I saw sucks. that recently. That's awful. I um, hate that. It's horrible. Form. But, um, yeah. Acuna, Freddie Freeman, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., um, you know. Bryce Harper, Andrew McCutcheon, um, Pete Alonzo, Polar Bear Pete. Just amazing players. Um, Brandon Crawford. Really good shortstop. Xander Bogarts, I think, is one of the best shortstops of all time. Daniel Price. Maybe. Um, no. Um, yeah, those are just really good players. Yeah, that's awesome. That, that really is good. Also, big week for sports today is the first day of the 2021 Tokyo Olympics. Finally, we have Olympics. Yes, last year it was canceled due to COVID. And as you know, with a disappointment. But it is in Tokyo, Japan this year. Yep. Today is the full state. However, people have been talking about this for quite some time. Because you had the women that will, you know, the track stores. Yeah. You had the one that got caught she smoking weed. She's a track store. She's a one. Okay. Anyway, I feel you up to time. You're saying it a lot better than I could. But we had to do it, didn't we? We had yeah. to do it. You can't say it without saying it, can you? Nope. Cannot. So you had one with, uh, The weed. Yeah. And you had one with the protest of the American flag. Then you had the other one with the uh, gender issues, the transgender, something about the way transition with testosterone, whether or not she should be able to uh, compete, which that was a big court case. Yeah. For a while. And um, then you look at other things, how, here's my opinion. 
there was a big difference in protesting the American flag on the as an NFL playoff domestically mm-hmm. than there is abroad. Because the United States Olympics, I don't think she understands. You are literally representing America. America, and for you not stand for the anthem, that's just not good at all, in my opinion. I think I wouldn't have a problem with it if she was just running track for America, like in an American sport. Yeah, because but like, like you're, th- you're literally going to Tokyo to represent the country. Yeah, so like I think our opinion, I know mine has changed on the protest. Yeah. Personally, I always stand for it just off of my convention because it's my freedom to, and I feel like I think I should. <coughs> At the same time, I understand yeah. that one of the great things about living in this country is that you don't have to, and that if you find problems with the government, you have every right to peacefully criticize it. Yeah. Now, so, I think that players should be able to protest it if they want to. I don't like it. I don't think they should, but um, it's not my job to tell them what they should. And here's why I'm fine with it, because I protest the government, too. I have problems with the government now. Me and you both do. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. And, obviously, a different kind of protest. Yeah. There's more major. Those is more social than it is political. We're both protesting. I can't, that'd be hypocritical because I'm still protesting, and they can't. What are we protesting again? Like, you don't like Joe Biden. That's oh, yeah, part of the sure. government. Yeah. You don't like the Democratic Party, the Democratic yeah. narrative, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's protested against it when we talk about it, and we yeah. talk about it against it. We protest it, but it's a different kind of protest, so it would be hypocritical for us to say they can't protest what we can. Yes. So exactly. I, I don't have a problem with you protesting it, but I have a problem with you protesting it when you're representing it. Yes. Because that's also hypocritical, protesting something that you represent. Yeah. And when you have, I also think that in just professional sports games such as the NFL, I also think it's other people's resolved right to not support that and maybe uh, take away your sponsorship or anything along that line. So that's their resolved right to that's have whoever they that's, want on their sponsorship. That's why I don't have a problem with Twitter banning Donald Trump because, I mean, it's their company, you know? Um, so I do on that mostly just because of freedom of speech. Well, I get that, but... Freedom of speech comes with consequences, and it's it's his opportunity to be on, and I don't want to get into this, but it's his opportunity, his, it's his privilege to get on Twitter. Like, he couldn't be able to do that if Twitter didn't exist. And see, that would be like me kicking somebody out of the store if they had a mask on. See, masks shouldn't be a thing in my opinion, but it's my store, and I think I can kick somebody out if I want to because it's my store, I have that right. Because I own that business. And I think Twitter owns that business. It's their right, if they want to, not to represent Donald Trump. Yes. I agree with what you just said. But also, because that was his main way of speech, he has been censored himself. His Twitter yeah. account hasn't been censored. He himself has been censored. That's an issue. And that's an issue. So I agree with what you said. I wish you would maybe... Do you know what I'm saying at least? Yeah, when I, I, I agree with when you. When I say he, he's losing his speech a little bit. He's losing his own freedom of speech as yes. a person, not... If his Twitter account just for doing bad... Now, he's he, put his statements out, so he's still talking. Yeah, but his Twitter account, if it was the only thing that got banned, if his Twitter account would have got banned, not him being banned pretty much and being censored, it wouldn't have been an issue because it would have just been Twitter, and that's Twitter's right. But he has been censored himself. And that's what I have an issue with. And then also, I don't know if you saw last week, well, he was suing Google and Twitter and all the big tech companies. Yeah. And he'll, it looks like he has a shot. So that would be huge for people who are trying to get take away big tech censorship. Oh, because yeah. what they're doing, it's total left-wing fascism. And for some reason, fascism has been... I was reading about fascism last night. For some reason, fascism has been associated with the right. When in actuality... Because this is what I think, and this is what we talk about when we talk about, you know, the, the political system being a game. The, 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 I think when they think about how far left-wing you can go, you think of communism. How far right-wing you can go, you think of fascism. But if you think about it, they all kind of meet around in the back. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And all kind of the same thing. They derive from the same area, which is a It's like woke and racism are like the same thing. Yes, you know they mean? really are. And when you, and there's a funny but also true video you can watch about that, that his mom showed me one time. Mm-hmm. But when you have... This is left-wing fascism. What's, this is, is what's going on. When you have Facebook saying, just because they don't like what someone's saying, shutting them up. Oh, yeah. And that's a problem. 
But, you know, we solve it one day at a time as we can. And at the end of the day, you know, God's in control. But, uh, this was an awesome episode, wasn't it? It was. Um, this is great. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate everything you do. If you want to, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, if you go to our homepage on ankle.com, yep. you can leave a voice message. You can, uh, anything you want. If you need advice, if you'd like to comment, if you'd like to uh, say anything, uh, we'll listen to it. And uh, if we like it a lot, we might even play it on the show and we Yeah, we were it. actually thinking about making a segment um, where we just listen to what you guys have to say and uh, comment on it, something. You know, just get you guys more involved in the podcast. Um, yeah, I think it's a great opportunity to, for you to do that. If you please, um, if you want to stay anonymous, you can. It's not like you have to yeah. tell Cheryl I did anything. But, um, yeah. Um, also, you can go to on Apple Podcasts, uh, leave a comment, uh, give us a five-star rating, whatever you want. And uh, thank you for everything you do. We uh, appreciate the fans. We appreciate the listeners. It's going great. I think we get better every week. Yeah, um, we say all the time that it wouldn't be possible with Anchor, which is true, but it really wouldn't be possible without you guys um, supporting us and helping us. You know, I think really one of the only reasons me and Camden continue to do this is that we have people listening to us to, and um, um, that we're helping them gain their own opinion and we're helping, you know, them voice theirs and we have people listening to us. Because um, that's what it's all about. I yeah, know it's a guy all about. It's not. It's not just me and you talking. It is me and you talking. But we have people listening to us. It's not like, you know, we're just recording us talking. So I think um, this is all pickle pitch. And if I go ahead, go ahead, see what you And say. Um, yeah, we really appreciate you guys listening. That's really one of the only reasons we continue to do this. And uh, we actually don't have a plan to stop it. No. Yeah, no. we we really don't have a plan to stop we're it. The other um, day, we're gonna keep going as long as we can. We're gonna keep going and keep going and keep going. Hopefully, we'll have some. Bigger guests on, and um, we're going to have more guests on. We really appreciate you guys listening. Um, yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you. And uh, I just want to talk, as I'm going to close with this. We talk a lot about, this is my, this is, I think this is the bigger picture of our podcast. The Going Places mission is getting young people to uh, be deep thinkers. Oh, yeah. To, and not that this podcast is just for young people, but I know a lot of people who listen are younger. So get us to think about our opinions, to think deep to uh, figure who we are and uh, just be good conversationalists. And uh, I think we have a guy coming on in two weeks, actually, who uh, does all about that. He does uh, social media, political activism, and work with uh, the military and CRT, political agency, who's speaking out against that. Yeah. And who, who also is thinking about getting people to uh, really become active and, and realize their place in the world. And that's what we want to do here. So, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll probably read. Um, yeah, continue. But yeah, thank you so much. Uh, we hope you have an awesome week. Uh, stay blessed. Uh, we'll see you next time. Um, thank you guys for paying attention, listening to us. Um, we can hear the gears turning while, um, while we're talking. Um, we really hope you guys will enjoy the episode in two weeks. Um, it's really going to show you guys another point of view of how we think um we hope you guys really enjoyed this episode um we'll see you guys next time goodbye thank you